Welcome to the That's Deep podcast. I'm Naomi, and I'm an international board-certified life and success coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, or NLP, as you've heard it, an empath, a mother, an introvert, and a podcast host. It is my mission to empower humans from the inside out through inner and outer exploration. Thank you so much for being here. If you love the show, please give it a follow and a five-star rating. I appreciate you so much. Now let's dive in. So welcome to the show, Jem. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Yay. Okay, so let's jump right into your story, your background. Um, What do you do for a living? Can you fill us in on all the scoops? Yeah, so I actually do a lot of different things. Uh, For one, uh, what most people know me from is my YouTube channel. So my YouTube channel is called The Gem Goddess. And I do like tarot readings on there. I do astrology. I talk about law of attraction, manifestation, self-development, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, I also make jewelry. So I have a jewelry business. I also sell crystals, you know, all the metaphysical kind of things. And I just like to research that and talk about it and share that. So that is what I do. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. And I've got one of your pieces on right now. I've got your Ooh. rose quartz. I love the it. Necklace. I love yeah. it. It looks so good on you. Ooh. Thank you. Yes. So I'll make sure to link the um, the website to your shop in the show notes too. I love it so much. I feel so just like, you know how rose quartz is just like very like calm, like loving, like chill vibe. And it's like Friday, right? So it's like very Venus energy today. So I've got all the rose quartz on, so. Oh, I love it. You know, I'm wearing rose quartz too on this hand. So we match. Yes, Mm -hmm. I love it so much. And I love, can you share a little bit about your new stacks that you have? Are those the new crystal bracelet stacks that you've made? Yeah, so I started um, accenting them with like some gold filled beads and stuff like that. So these you can actually wear in the water, which is amazing. Most crystals do fine in the water and I've only really chosen crystals that you can actually go in the water with. So these are pretty amazing, I love it. I don't even even take them off like when I go in the ocean, when I shower, anything like that. Um, But other than the quality side of it, I love wearing crystals just because they help with whatever energy that you are trying to embody. So if you have something that you're trying to work on energetically, crystals can help you um, absorb some of that vibration because crystals are like the natural um, sort of vibrations of the universe. They grow based on sacred geometry, right? And that's a kind of like the baseline energy. That's sort of the natural energy that we're supposed to be. And sometimes we can get out of alignment depending on the food that we're eating, the thoughts that we're having, all sorts of stuff like that. So they help realign you and they can also help you kind of move into a new direction like if you're wanting to have more self-love more confidence attract money or wealth they have vibrations that can help you get in alignment with that so I love wearing them for that reason yes ah I love it so much and I have more crystal questions for you later but first I'm going Mm -hmm. to ask you where are you from like where are you from originally and has this had any influence on who you are today Um, I am originally from Canada. I was born and raised in Canada. My mom is actually super spiritual. So, you know, growing up with her, I got to learn tons of spiritual stuff. Like we started taking tarot classes when I was super young. Like I was like a preteen. I was like 12 years old uh, when we first started getting into tarot and practicing it. And I would practice with her like every day. 
Um, and I'm not even joking when I say every day we'd wake up at 5 a.m. It was like our ritual. We'd wake up at 5 a.m. and do tarot for like one to two hours and finally get ready and then, oh. you know, go to classes on like astrology, numerology, tarot classes, mediumship classes, all kinds of stuff. I used to see spirits a lot as a kid. Um, and I grew up on an acreage. We had like 40 acres and it was really dark at night, really quiet. And you didn't have the hustle and bustle of the city. So my intuitive like sort of uh, energies or powers, whatever you want to call them, uh, everyone has them. But for me, I found it was really easy to tap into them and develop them because I lived somewhere where you didn't have, you know, the uh, like chaotic energy or like the very concentrated energy when you're living in a city, which I live in a city now, but growing up there, it was, uh, it was really nice. And I definitely felt like I could tap into my intuition a lot more. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I resonate with that. Um, I know you've been to Hawaii before. I don't know if, if you've ever been to Kauai. That's where I live right now. It's like one of the oldest islands on the Hawaiian island chain. Have you been to Kauai wow. before? No, I actually am planning to go though this year in like a few months actually is one of the plans, oh. but we'll see if that actually happens. Uh, I've never been yeah. there. I've been to Maui and I've been to the main island. Ah, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very much um, like rural, you know, rural, like um, not very um, developed here, very green, lush, like, I don't know if you've ever seen like Fern Gully, right? Or like Avatar, like that, those kind of movies. It's very uh -huh. much like that here, very jungly vibes, so. Oh, it's so gorgeous. Oh my gosh, I miss Hawaii. <laughs> I yeah. can't wait to go back. But yeah, I find being around nature really like enhances intuition. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And so this podcast has a lot of empaths in the community. So do you consider yourself an empath or, um, of course, you, you consider yourself like intuitive, but I guess, mm -hmm. yeah, do you consider yourself like empathic in any sort of way? Uh, definitely. I have a lot of like Scorpio and Cancer in my astrology. And so for me, I pick up on energy really easily, even though I'm a Gemini, like naturally, like my moon and my sun are in Gemini and I'm a Sagittarius rising, but I have so many other, uh, so for example, like Mercury and Venus, they're in Cancer in the eighth house. I have, you know, Pluto and Jupiter in Scorpio, tons of stuff. Um, and for me, I've always noticed that when I walk into a room, I can feel a particular energy or when I'm around somebody, I can feel their energy. And naturally as a kid, I would pick up on that a lot. And I got into Reiki because of that, because I also noticed like you can actually influence the energy of wherever you are or from the people that you're around, you can actually influence that energy. And so I'd always feel internally when I felt something off and I was always really keen on wanting to transmute that or transmute the energy of a room or you know, my mom, anytime that she'd have like a backache or something, I would actually do Reiki on her as a kid. Um, and she always noticed relief from it. So I just, uh, that just opened up a whole doorway and a whole window. And I used to do um, professional Reiki for people as well. I ended up getting my master's in it when I was really young as well and did a little bit of that for some time. That is so, so cool. I love that. Yeah. Like you have this story where your mom was spiritual and like you learned from her and you two learned together. Like that's super cool. I feel like I have a very similar story with my mom. It was just me and my mom growing up and we had um, like a lot of personal development books in the house. So she had a lot of like Dr. Wayne Dyer. She did have Dr. Joe Dispenza like stuff in the workings. Like I, I know at that time it probably wasn't like a lot of like, you know, books or anything out there, but yeah, she had like, you know, printouts from the internet way back when. And like, it was just so interesting. She was always like talking about setting intentions and not not until my adulthood, I was like, huh, like, 
she was on to something. So, oh, yeah. hell yeah. That's amazing. I actually was just listening to uh, his book, You Are the Placebo, this morning because that, that's one that I'd never listened to or, or read before. So, I was listening to, this mor- to it this morning while getting ready. Uh, his stuff is phenomenal, honestly. Like, yeah. What a smart, what a smart man. I aspire to like, you know, go deep into my studies like that one day and get as far as he's gotten in terms of like showing the connection of science to the spiritual world. Yeah. 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 I yeah. love that. That's so cool. And like my yeah. mom is a Gemini too. So she is very much like logical too. So she, yeah, she like really puts like that emphasis on like, yeah, bridging that like science and spirituality. Like there is a bridge. So yes, yeah. it is. And I noticed as a Gemini, I love that because I love reading and I love researching. And that's very like a Gemini sort of thing just to know as much as possible. And so I get curious about everything. And I've always been curious about like, what is the practicality of spirituality? Like, of course you could bridge that and marry that. And us as humans, we are like a bridge to that. Um, animals are a bridge to that. Everything's a bridge to that. But yeah, uh, just having like a practical, like putting it into a physical, um, physical proof is really cool yeah. to me. <laughs> having physical proof of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I feel like when I was like growing up, I was very like skeptical of a lot of stuff. So to actually like not be like persuaded or influenced, but to actually gain the knowledge and be like, huh, like I just like, you know, you open the door to new perspectives every single, every single time you learn something new. So yeah. Yes, exactly. And it just kind of like adds, it like connects everything together. The more that you learn about one subject and then you dive into others, somehow that will be relevant and help you explore deeper topics and have greater realizations. Yeah. It's just like doors upon doors upon doors. It's kind of cool. Exactly. And you never know what piece of knowledge will randomly like connect you to something different. Cause I, uh, back when I was 18, I went to audio engineering school and for some reason, audio engineering made me have so many epiphanies on how vibration works because audio is vibration. We sort of learned that everything is vibration. Um, and that gave me so many epiphanies onto a lot of my spiritual practices and things that I know in spirituality. And so you never know what kind of knowledge is going to open up a doorway for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, I have so many, okay. I have a lot of, a lot more questions on that topic of like Mm -hmm. spirituality and like manifestation and, you know, like esoteric knowledge and that kind of stuff. But I want our listeners to get to know you better, you know, the, the, Mm -hmm. the gem behind the, the videos and, you know, all the, the jewelry that you make and, you know, your class and all that kind of stuff. So Here's a fun round of personal questions so that the listeners can get to know you better. Okay, sweet. Yes. So the first question is, what song, artist, or genre of music is like on repeat in your playlist right now? Oh, okay. Uh, One artist that I've been listening to a lot, which one of my really good friends showed um, him to me. Unfortunately, he actually recently just passed away like a few weeks ago, which is super sad. But um, his artist name is Charles the First. His music is just out of this world amazing like as somebody who used to produce music um his production quality is insane I absolutely love listening to it and most of his songs don't have vocals it's mostly just instrumentation but it really puts you into an environment and into a mood that I just haven't heard a lot like you know songs are supposed to put you into an emotion, but a song without words that just invokes such a deep feeling and something that I really resonate with is just mind blowing to me. I just really appreciate him as a producer. I think he's a really amazing person. So if you guys have not checked out Charles the First, go listen to him. (laughs) His songs are amazing. 
Yeah. Yes. I'm going to have to go check that out. I have never heard of him, but very cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Okay. And then the next question is, what is one thing that you wish people knew more about you? I guess one of, okay, one of the things that comes to my mind is I wished um, maybe more people knew how long I've been doing this for. Because I notice, and this comes from more of like a hurt ego standpoint, but sometimes I'll scroll through my comments and I'll see that some people are just like, like they assume uh, because of my age that I haven't been doing my craft for very long. Yeah. And uh, I've been doing it for like over 15 years now. So uh, yeah. I guess from an ego standpoint, that's one thing I wish people knew more, but I do feel like a decent amount of people know that, especially those who've been watching me for a long time. They, they definitely know all of that. Um, but I guess like for the newcomers onto my channel, sometimes they're like, oh, she's super young. She's probably not like super developed in her, you know, psychic or tarot knowledge or whatever. But yeah, I guess that's one thing that comes to mind. Yeah. 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 Oh, I could, I can totally see you have like a wealth of knowledge and you just like, you're an old soul. Like that's the vibes that I get from you. Like, I just feel like you've probably had many, many lifetimes on many different planes and you know, you have a lot of wisdom. So I, I can see that. And I, I can relate to that too, where it's like, you know, your physical shell here on, on the physical plane, like shows that like you're younger and, you know, and people have their their misconceptions about people who are younger and how much they know, but that's totally false. So yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad that you can relate to that. But yeah, I feel like a lot of like young people sometimes struggle with that because um, you know, sometimes we get labeled as like, oh, you probably don't know very much, you're super young, which granted, there's so much to know that sure that could be true on some level because there's just so much to know on this planet that none of us will ever get to the level that maybe we wish to be. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the next question is what piece of culture or like what trend died that died out? Like what's a trend that died out or like a piece of culture that died out, but like you wish would like resurface or like have a comeback, you know? Uh, spirituality being like a norm, I guess, you know, because yeah. you, you go back to like ancient times and all like the great philosophers, if you go back to any of the great philosophers or pretty much any of the great minds on this planet, there's always a huge connection to spirituality. Why is that? Uh, probably because it has a huge connection. It plays a huge role in our world. And um, I do see that on the rise again, but I feel like we've lost that for, you know, a little bit of time. Um, but yeah, I do. That's one thing I wish would come back more and more. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, I was listening to one of your podcast interviews. And I remember, like you said something like, it's funny that it's called new age, because it's not it should be called old age, like this has been around forever, right? Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. So you know, I walked to the bookstore, and it's like new age. And I'm like, hmm, might be new, seemingly new right now. But this is like the oldest, oldest craft, yeah. like the oldest yeah. science was like, uh, astrology and even like chemistry came from alchemy like alchemy was before chemistry you know and oh. alchemy was the science of the more metaphysical type of chemistry and I always look at alchemy and uh how I break down the word even though it's not how the word is supposed to be break down but it's like all chemi all chemistry all of chemistry rather than just one sort of small window of chemistry um because you can get into all sorts of like spiritual stuff when you look into alchemy and it's, it's, I don't know, it's so enlightening on so many different levels, but I feel like that would be a long topic that we need like its own podcast to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is so cool. That's so cool yeah. that you're into that too. Cause I think about alchemy too, in the way where like, 
we go through some pretty tough things right in life like mm -hmm. emotionally or physically or whatever it is mentally and and what kind of alchemy you can do with that and what you can really turn that into um once you process it and give it space right but yeah mm -hmm. very cool yeah yeah exactly yeah. and how it relates to like matter and how you can transmute matter in different ways and it it correlates to how we transmute spiritually because everything's just a reflection of itself yeah very interesting yeah that's actually one of the topics or subjects i want to explore much more in my life ah very cool yeah. okay yeah. and so i have a um like a social media like instagram like viewer user question for you so uh -huh. everybody comments on how dreamy your house is and it's a whole vibe i can confirm everybody <laughs> here looking it's a whole vibe and um i'll let you share with the the podcasters what like what drew you to the the beachy community that you're in now and i guess you know of course on a privacy level maybe don't share exactly where you live but like yeah. what what drew you to the area yeah so i'm in orange county um i'll let y'all figure out what city but that's you know um yeah, I'm in Orange County and uh, the city that I'm in actually is really interesting. I read a book as a kid um, that talked about like this particular city and it was about a girl that like surfed and whatnot. And it was my favorite book when I was a kid. And I told myself, I was like, wow, I want to live there one day. But I had no idea like where it was on this planet. And then I honestly forgot about that book as I became an adult. And then randomly a bunch of life, different life events had occurred. And um, I all of a sudden like ended up uh, in Orange County. And I was like, oh, wow, th that city exists. And so I would take drives here all the time. And I thought it was so beautiful. I had never seen it in person before. I had no idea what it actually looked like other than what I had read in that book as a kid. Um, and just driving along the coast here is absolutely stunning. And so I wanted to manifest like my dream place, like on the beach. Um, and I don't live directly on the beach. There's like a row of houses in front of me, but I can still see the beach, which is really nice. And I'm like walking distance to it, which is great. Um, and yeah, and I manifested the exact house that I wanted. I wanted a house that had concrete floors. It was like brand new construction. I wanted it to have floor to ceiling windows. I wanted it to be on a very particular street because the uh, particular street that I'm on is just like the most gorgeous street in this particular city, in my opinion. Um, and it's in front of my favorite beach, so. Yeah, I ended up manifesting that. I did a water manifestation and meditation ritual where I would just like envision myself in the perfect house here. And they don't build new houses in this area. Like I have never seen them build a brand new house here, but I was like, I'm gonna somehow manifest that it's gonna be a brand new house. Cause my style is like kind of like modern, uh, modern style. And so I was like, yeah, it has to be brand new construction. And uh, I was meditating on that. And then I took a drive out here one day and I was like looking at places to, to rent because I wanted to move down here. And I don't know what gave me the intuition to like increase my budget just to have fun and see like, what could I afford if I made this amount of money and I could afford this amount of rent? So I upped my rent and all of a sudden I saw this place and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I would die to live there. Um, so I asked the realtor if I could view it. And um, I was actually at the beach in front of this house at the time being, and I was like, this place is literally perfect. It's exactly where I want to be. And um, I walked through the house and I actually ran into the actual landlord because he was next door. And um, I was like, so I can't afford it for the price that you have it listed for, but I could afford it for, you know, blank price. And he was like, well, you know, you meet our requirements of what we want in a renter. So you know what, like, let's do it. And now I'm so here. Awesome. So, so yeah. Cool. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That is so amazing. Like the power of intention. And um, I also have watched your videos talking about like Dr. Emoto's water manifestation technique. And I, so yeah. cool. I like, I've been um, aware of that since I think it was like my senior year of high school. I would just like, cause I did, I would do experiments like as a kid, like growing up with my plants, you know? So I would like, you know, one, I would feel so bad for the plant that would get like hateful like language right but like hateful language loveful like love language and then to see the difference and even with music too so yeah oh totally and I notice that with my plants sometimes sometimes I'll be watering them and maybe I'll have a plant that like isn't looking too good and then I'm like okay I can't think negative thoughts about it and I can't affirm that he doesn't look good right now I need to just give him some love and attention and imagine him in his most beautiful state and usually they recover just fine (laughs) yep yeah (laughs) so cool awesome Mm -hmm. sorry I got sidetracked but yeah that's so cool that you were drawn to um like the the beach city and ocean city I feel like as an empath too I heard that like empaths are really like drawn to the water too um yes so yeah I used to live in Huntington Beach also uh not way back when but before I had kids and got married, I used to live in Huntington beach and I was very drawn to like the orange County beach city. Like there's that one point when you're driving from like, I guess the Newport side towards Huntington beach. I think it's like crystal cove state park. And it's just like that really expansive view of like the the beach, that long stretch. It's like, that gets me every time. Oh my gosh. That gets me every time too. Every time I drive on that road. Oh, it's so beautiful. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Favorite area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I could ask you so many random questions, but let me stay on track and I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about your personality type now. Okay. So, yeah. So, thank you so much for letting me know that you're an INFP in the Myers Briggs personality type system. Mm-hmm. Have you, like, did you learn that just recently or did you know that for a while now? Um, I knew it for a while. Um, and then I recently retook the test actually, cause I was like, I was curious, did it change at all? And it was actually INFP dash a, whatever that means. I think it means dash assertive, I think. Right. And then there's yeah. dash T that means like, or I forgot what the other dash was, but something yeah. that wasn't assertive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I found that out and I found out it was a rare personality type, which kind of shocked me. Cause I feel like, I don't know. I felt like my personality wasn't like too extravagantly different but I thought it was pretty cool yeah and I don't really know I don't really know too much about what it means because I don't uh study that area too much but I I know I looked into it and I was like yeah I mean that's pretty accurate it's pretty spot on for who I am yeah very cool yeah well we have a lot of um introverts intuitives like feelers like here on the podcast so to Mm -hmm. hear um and of course other fellow INFPs here on the podcast too so to have someone who is an INFP, who is also um, like shown that, you know, you can pave the way and really create whatever it is that you want to create in your lifetime. um, And you have your desires for a reason. And so why the heck not? Yeah, I feel like you're a huge example. So thank you for the work that you do too. And especially like taking the leap of faith at like a younger age too. It's not always easy, right? Like so many, like it's, it's, it's not always easazy to be seen. I have a tough time with that, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I'm just like, I, I remain a lot of my life, like quite um, like behind the scenes. Like I'm not super talkative about my private life. Um, although it's like, I don't mind, I don't mind talking about it, but for some reason I always just think like, mm, like, I don't know why make yeah. it about me. I want to like do my career making it about other people. So yeah, I, know, I think that's why I'm like more private with it, I guess. 
yeah yeah that <laughs> yeah. totally fits like the infp bill i'm just thinking in my head like they're like the, mm -hmm. the they're like the artists like the like the very like sensitive like anyway we're gonna dive right on into it so for yeah. the folks that aren't oh, i'm gonna quickly riff here on some personality type info um and then we'll dive into your type and then let me know if it resonates or if you're like there's no way this doesn't make sense okay cool i'm excited okay Yay. Okay. So learning our personality type is a tool that we can use to understand like how we learn information and then how we make decisions. So like our brains inner wiring. So by understanding this, it helps us to like, I guess have like more of a feeling of satisfaction in our like relationships and our career, um, parenting, um, sense of self, right? Like identity work. So it's a pretty cool tool. And I think as long as you don't let, um, you know, these types like put you in a box, very similar to like astrology, right? Like don't let it ever put you in a box or tell you that this is like the only way that you can be, like you can always change things, right? But yeah, it's a very cool tool. Yes, absolutely. Yay, okay. Yeah. So Jem is an INFP in the Myers-Briggs personality type system. So here's some info. So that four letter code broken down, that stands for introverted, intuitive, feeler and perceiver. So it's a rarer personality type, about like 5% of the general population, um, but best described as like seekers. So they, you know, they know who they are, they know what they want, and they know what their purpose in life is. And like a lot of sometimes the journey is trying to figure out what that next purpose is, right? Like I feel like you can have more than one purpose, you can be multi-passionate, but um, INFPs are like that curious and like sometimes restless type, like they have fun, like entertaining new possibilities and ideas. Um, they focus on like what could be instead of what is, right? Like they have this really like strong sense of idealism. Um, and maybe sometimes like the grass is greener on the other side, like all, all depending on the different like INFP, right? Not all INFPs are the same, but what do you think so far, Jem? super accurate yeah super okay accurate. oh yeah cool. <laughs> yeah awesome. i've always felt like my intuition sort of like guided me into knowing what my purpose was even though i might not have known exactly like how that would play out like i didn't know i'd be on youtube i didn't know any of those types of things but i definitely had my intuition that was guiding me being like okay you need to like work from home you need to do something like spiritual that has like deep meaning and like help people and heal people and stuff like that so yeah totally yeah. accurate yeah very cool very cool i love yeah. that um, so INFPs also bring this really cool, like experimental attitude to like everything that they do in life. Like, I feel like you're pretty open to explore a variety of ideas and lifestyles and experiences. Like you're not ever going to judge somebody just based on like their outer shell. Like you're really curious on getting to know like the person that's like deep down within. Um, and often the INFPs, uh, curiosity leads them to want to travel the world and, um, sometimes even like adopt a nomad or like a traveler's lifestyle, but choosing to explore other cultures, maybe some, you know, living out of a vehicle or taking to the woods, like that's very much that INFP type, um, very kind of turned off by the conventional path and really prefers exploration, um, things that are really stimulating and life-giving. What do you think? Insanely accurate. Oh my God, that part is like, that is me to a T. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah, cool. Like, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. I yeah. Would not mind. Like if someone was like, oh, you can't live where you live anymore. I'd be like, okay, sure. And you know, I don't think I'm going to stay here for like an insanely long time anyway. I feel like even when I have kids one day, cause I totally want kids, they're just going to yeah. be nomadic kids. I'm like, sorry, but you're going to be homeschooled. We're going to be traveling 
all the time. <laughs> you just got to yep. get used to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, totally. That's I've got plan, two. Anyway. Yep. Uh-huh. I've got two yeah. little kiddos and like, I always tell my husband, I'm like, always entertaining the idea of like homeschooling because I'm like I want to just be able to like pick up and like be wherever I want when I want and I want them to learn from actual life experiences too so it's so cool that we have options nowadays you know or maybe we always did and we just didn't know I don't know yeah and like learning from the real world I feel like is so much more valuable than learning about the world from a book like let's actually learn about the world from real experience because real experience is the only place where we actually gain real knowledge you know? Yeah. And we can make our own perceptions of the world. So yeah, when I have kids, I definitely want to possibly explore the idea of like homeschool or at least travel a lot. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Very cool. Okay. So a few more, a few more points here on the INFP. So they're described as passionate and sometimes intense, right? Because passionate can be very fiery. And you said you have a Sagittarius rising. Is Mm -hmm. that right? Perfect. Yeah. yeah. My daughter is a Sagittarius. So it's just like, we always, Ooh. I don't know. She's so expansive. The moment that she was born, my whole life changed. It was very cool. Very, very, cool. very nice. What sign are you? I'm a Taurus. So Taurus sun, um, Scorpio rising, and then uh, Libra moon. Ooh, that is a good mix. Thank you. Got a good mix of elements in there. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Okay. So um, the INFP, they really like, they prefer to forge their own path in life. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. they feel like the misfits or like the outcasts um, or the outsiders at times. Like definitely you can relate to people, but then they're, you, you can still hold space for like the underdog um, and the mm-hmm. people who aren't seen or maybe who have, um, or other people have a hard time understanding that person. You know what I mean? So yeah you know the infps i feel like a lot of them say they're like highly sensitive people have you heard of that term like highly sensitive person or hsp um yeah i have heard of it a little bit yeah 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 so like i like to think of like hsps as like just like empaths very like sensitive to the energy and emotions around them um can pick up on the energy you know can pick up on people and their vibe but um i feel like with empaths it takes it like a whole step further with like you can like take on and process almost like the emotions of others. Like you get that like energy drain, you know, it's almost like it's hard to determine like what's yours and what's, what's somebody else's. What do you think? 100% I do. Even when I watch like movies, just, I pick up on the energy of a movie and I, I feel like I'm living as that character for a while. Like at least whoever the main character was in the movie, I'll be living as that character for a while. So I can't watch scary movies because otherwise I'm literally living as like, very scared after and I can't shake that energy it takes me sometimes like a couple days to like shake an energy after watching a movie and so I'm not somebody who like likes to watch stuff too often I just like to immerse myself in stuff that I actually desire to be in my life yes yeah because I pick up on that a lot yeah and other people all the things (laughs) yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah I'm the same way like in high school and like uh, like intermediate school, like, you know, all the, the cool thing would be to go to the movies with like the girls and the boys and go to the scary movies. And I, I'd be like, all right, like I got this. And I would just like deal with it, but be shook for like days after that. Like I would need to put like the Disney channel on just like to go to bed, to have to like change the vibe. Yeah. So you're like that too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so you, yeah. you get it. I feel like anytime I tell people that they're like, you can't just like go back to your normal life after and I'm like what you don't you don't absorb yeah. that and have to like somehow shake it off and they're like yeah no <laughs> that's so funny yeah it's cool yes. to meet somebody else who like 
feels that yeah yeah yes empath life for sure <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah so with the infps um sometimes like not sometimes i feel like they're very harmonious so this makes them like conflict avoidant at times like they mm -hmm. you know sometimes prefer to keep the peace instead of having to like rock the boat however the infp is very focused on like authenticity and truth and personal truth and i feel like um infps have this knowledge that like everybody has their own set of subjective truths right so just because your reality is one way doesn't mean that somebody else is seeing the world just as you are like i feel like infps are really good at holding that perspective truly a gift to all types is what i think I, my little sister is an infp and you guys are just like a godsend so yeah oh <laughs> that's so cool and that's also insanely accurate once again <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 but like just a few more things like creative animal lovers nature lovers um sometimes can come off like cool or maybe like aloof um like i feel like sometimes hard to get to know like not hard to get to know but like you may have like a exterior that you need to permeate in order to like get to know on a deeper level um but can wear their heart on their sleeve as well, you know, and definitely like scans for new patterns, um, possibilities, associations, um, really in, enjoys like asking others like life probing questions um, and typically thought of as really good listeners and really good facilitators of conversation. Um, yeah, so I know that you said most, yeah, everything resonated, but can like, do you have any sort of like example of maybe how you see your personality type showing up in your everyday life or it can be yeah, like your so life I, in general yeah um i notice that a lot like when i'm conversing with other people like one of the um like really uh resonating points that you brought up was that uh i enjoy to know somebody on a really deep level like i don't really care for surface level conversations those to me get very boring it's like you could have that anywhere anytime with anybody but i feel like people have a deeper side to themselves and everyone's very unique and they have something that you can learn from no matter who they are no matter what walk of life they're from no matter what age they are they can teach you something if you know how to you know get to know them on that level and so you know, I really enjoy having a deep connection with somebody and asking them really deep questions. I love listening because to me, it's like reading a book. You get to know yeah. something so deep and personal and something that maybe not everyone has access to because you're walking into somebody, you know, there's like 8 billion people on our, on our planet and all of them have something different to offer. So whenever you walk into, some, you know, walk and meet somebody new, that's, you know, a one in 8 billion, you know, person that you're walking into that has something completely different to share with you. So yeah, yeah really I love cool. that. Yeah, it's a really cool piece of perspective and a nice way to frame um, maybe dealing with people that feel particular, uh, particularly like difficult to work with, you know, like everybody has something to teach you. Um, and holding mm -hmm. that space, I think helps as far as like the empathy department. So very cool. Thank you. For Definitely. Just wisdom. get curious about life. Yeah, you're welcome. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you about your pearls of wisdom. Learning about like my personality type from you is actually much more interesting than just like reading a little article. <laughs> oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. Sweet. All right. So right now we're going to dive all into being like an empath an intuitive, a healer, um, running a spiritual business, being an entrepreneur and manifestation. So it's a whole lot, but I'm ready for it. Okay, cool. So 
just like the whole shebang or do you have like a particular oh, area yes, you want to know sorry, about? I have yeah. so, ma so uh -huh. many questions. <laughs> sorry, okay, that was just cool. like the little overview. But very nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So first question, um, what was life like growing up as like, you know, a sensitive or an empath or an intuitive person, um, especially with psychic abilities? I know you had mentioned before, like it was the area that you lived in, in Canada, like provided for a very like, in, like cool way to really, you know, enhance your intuitive abilities. But can you share a little bit more about what it was like for you growing up? You know, what was it like for you in school? Was it ever challenging? Did you ever feel different? Um, I definitely felt different a lot. I was more of a closet spiritualist for like my whole life. Probably most people that I grew up with have no idea that I was spiritual growing up. And they probably listen to this being like, wait, what? We had no idea. Cause I was very private about it. Other than the people that I got really close with, like my, my close friends, they obviously knew. Um, and I would always desire to like dive them into that world too. I'd be like, okay, so let's like do Reiki or let's like, um, like as a kid, we'd actually always mess around with the Ouija board a lot, which I actually don't recommend anymore. And I'm like completely scared of those things now because of, you know, I didn't know how to protect myself and my energy when I was a kid. I would kind of, we'd just like play around with it for fun. And you welcome in all sorts of different like energies when you open up that world. So at times that was definitely challenging, especially since I like see spirits and I can hear spirits. Um, as a kid, that would sometimes get really I don't know, just hard to fall asleep at night for one. Yeah. Um, and then I'd be like tired at school, all sorts of things. Uh, yeah. As in terms of psychic abilities, those started developing pretty early on, but it was mostly for myself in the beginning. Like I would um, see my future a lot and I would feel my future and I'd have lots of dreams about my future and even things that have played out to this day. And I had a dream like when I was a kid that I was living, I was like around 25 years old and I was living by myself by the ocean. And there was so much more that went on into this vision, but I was like, for some reason, I don't know where I'm living, but I'm, that's where I'm going to be when I'm 25. And there was, yeah. again, like so much more to the vision that I could go in detail about, but we'll just like save, save that, you know, <laughs> for another time. But uh, yeah, I, I just see a lot for myself. And then friends started asking me questions like, oh, what do you see for me? You know, because I would tell them about like my visions and things like that. And I'd have dreams about, you know, something happening at school or whatever, yeah. and it would always happen. Um, and so I started doing it for like my friends and they always thought like, oh, wow, that's really cool. And there's a lot of things that have happened for my friends that, uh, like that I predicted, um, yeah. which is insane. It's insane. Like one of my friends, um, back, uh, I think we were like in grade nine and she was like, oh, what career am I going to have? And for some reason I kept getting teacher and she was like, no, I don't want to be a teacher. That's never going to uh -huh. happen now. <laughs> Oh, lo and behold, she's actually like an early learning child educator. So it's like slightly different than a teacher, but yeah. that happened. Um, one of my friends, for some reason, we saw her like getting pregnant at 16. Um, and we like predicted who, the first letter of the guy's name that it was going to happen with, like all sorts of these things. Wow. And she didn't even know him at the time. And it was just, and all of these things like played out. Um, and she's like a great mother now. And, you know, uh, yeah. So just like, having these psychic uh, abilities like develop over time was definitely really interesting, but I only shared it with my close friends. So I always kind of felt accepted because they always accepted me since we were really close anyway, but I never yeah. shared it um, for a long time with the world. And that was actually one of the hardest things to overcome when I started my career was the idea that now, now I can't hide it. And now anyone can know about it. You know, that was the hardest thing to get over for me. Um, but I don't regret it and I love it. And it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. What an incredible story. And like what you said about like, now you can't hide it. Like this is you, like it's out in the open. Mm -hmm. It reminded me, I went to um, the like latest Spider-Man movie last night. Mm -hmm. And there was like a, a point where like Dr. Strange was telling Spider-Man, like you, you have to choose, like, you can't just like, like try to live two lives. Like you need to just allow the world to see who you truly are and let them know who you are and just, and just be that, you know, like you're incredible. And I was like, oh my God, like, that's so amazing. Exactly. It's so deep that, that, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I got off track. Motivational but... <laughs> things. No, that's totally yeah. okay. I love hearing those little, like, yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Another question. So this is more of like the, what's it like to be psychic, psychic or intuitive questions. So I guess like, what are this, or what are some of the abilities that come in the strongest for you? So I'm talking like about the Claire's, like the Claire audience, um, clairvoyance, that kind of stuff. What, how does your intuition work for you? Um, so I actually don't have the names of these memorized, but mine, uh, I, I get feelings, deep feelings, um, yeah. and an emotion that I, it's like such a deep emotion. And then I can like tap into it and break it apart and actually see sort of what that emotion is, if that makes sense. So I get like a huge overwhelming feeling, but that feeling will just be so complex that you can like open up different doorways of that feeling and just explore it and be like, okay, so this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. But I don't get like, I don't sit there and then I'm like overwhelmed by visions and stuff. Like you'd see on like the show. That's so Raven. That's actually one yeah, that I used to watch. That's what I was thinking um, about. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. not like that where you like, you just sit back and you're like, Whoa, what's happening. It's more of just like a feeling. And I get to decide, do I want to tap into that further and see what's there? Or do I want to discard that? You know? And so for me, I don't have to, um, like, I don't have to know my future if I don't want to. I'll get a feeling and it's up to me if I want to explore deeper into that feeling to see what's there. Or if I don't, if I just want to be like, no, I just want to, you know, let my, let my future be unknown. Um, and so, yeah, I get to, you know, decide how I want to do that. And when I'm working with clients, I get energies again, um, just the same. And so it's like a huge energy that I'll get. And then again, I can explore that to whatever length. And it's sort of like interesting how, you interpret that because I, for the longest time, I didn't really know how to interpret that, but I do get visions once in a while. That's pretty strong. Again, I do, I can hear spirits. I can see spirits. Um, it's yeah. not so often anymore, just because I've told most of like the stranger spirits, like, Hey, I'm not open for business. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. But as, a kid, as a kid, I used to have them come to me all the time. Like, um, and it was really overwhelming, but now I'm just kind of like, you know, my dad passed away when I was 14 and I allow him to come in whenever he wants. And so I'm just like, okay, if you have things to tell me, you want to show up, that's great. You know, cause I'm really used to yeah. his energy and that's fine. Um, uh, but yeah, other than that, I'm like, kind of like closed off to that. just because yeah. it kind of like, it, that one scares me a little bit just because I've had so many not so good experiences with right. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that one, yeah, sort of closed off, but it's still there yeah. if I want yeah. to tap into it. Yeah. That totally makes yeah. sense. So like you, you were talking more in like the like channeling, like mediumship route, as far as like, that's the part that gets kind of dicey, like with loved ones, like your father, mm -hmm. like you're cool with that. But yeah, I like, I feel the same way. I would say that like, yeah, I don't particularly like channel too much or anything, but my dad passed away when I was I was I 18 no I was 17 so I was in my senior year of high school and I feel like that was like a a huge like I think of like the the tower card in the tarot like it was a big tower yeah. moment but like catapulted me into like so much um 
learning of like my own like intuitive abilities and like that kind of knowledge and it was so nice you know I don't want to say necessary but that brought so much like perspective I guess and it was very eye-opening so I don't yeah. know if that's similar for you like a very painful situation turned into something that like just transformed your life in a whole different way oh I completely completely agree with that um I would say the passing of my father did the same for me too and you know it's kind of like you know, of course I'd rather have him there, but at the same time, it did shift my life so much in many beautiful ways, even though it was very difficult at the time. Um, yeah. And I'm sure that you relate to that. And it's beautiful to be able to like change something, to look at it from a good perspective, because then you can gain the good experience out of it. Cause every situation has both. There's always a dynamic of both. So yeah. 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 Very cool. And it is cool to like receive messages from them, like from the other side, like it really, like, that's what like confirm that like like my belief in like I don't want to say like the other side but you know like there is another plane out there 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 are like beings that are vibrating at a higher level than we are and we don't we can't maybe see them with the naked eye but their presence their soul their love is still there and I I had no idea until my father passed I was like oh it all makes sense yes yes exactly because like like energy and matter can never be created or destroyed right so yeah. if consciousness is energy and it cannot be created or destroyed, that must mean that we've always existed and we always will exist. Yeah. So yeah, yeah there's no I way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> have you, have you ever read the book? Um, it's, what is it called? It's like no death, no fear. And it's by that like really famous, I think he's a Vietnamese monk. Is it fit like Fitch? Non, I always mess up his name. He's a very famous poet, but yeah, it's this book on like, just like the the Buddhist idea that like, yeah, nothing is ever like the, the state of impermanence and like how there is no life or death, like flowers, right? Like they, they exist no matter whether they're in blue or I guess, okay, well, let's think about like a cherry blossom tree. Like it still exists, whether it's in bloom or not, just the conditions mm-hmm. need to be right for things to manifest. So like when yeah. things, what, like say when someone passes away, um, maybe they're, you know, the conditions were just not, not, I don't want to say right, but they just, they, they did not manifest them in the physical form at that point in time, you know, but like, who knows what else is going on on another plane. So anyway, that really yeah. helps. And then they reprocess the too. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I know that with like being an empath and like being sensitive to energy, being grounded is really important. So I love your meditations, like your, your love meditation. I feel like that's done wonders for me. And I've tried it like over the course of 30 days and I still use it like every single day and it really does set like a beautiful tone for the morning and for the whole day so when it, even when I'm in a funk I'm like I need to turn that meditation on so is is meditation oh, I love that yeah, yeah. It, like is meditation one of your favorite routes to ground yourself uh, and what other routes do you use Ooh, meditation you can use for so much um so you can use it for one for manifesting you can manifest all sorts of different things with meditation because manifestation is just um aligning your thoughts and your emotions and you know becoming a new self that has whatever it is that you desire and right when you become the energy naturally whatever energy of what you're trying to attract has to come into your life you'll just lead yourself that way um so manifestation meditation for manifestation is great uh, meditation for recentering yourself, connecting with your higher self, unlocking talents and abilities, uh, deepening your psychic abilities. Uh, you can use it for, um, I have one friend that actually studied with um, the, the monks, in, I think in the Himalayas or something. Um, and he 
his master taught him how to meet each other in the astral plane in meditation where they would train together and they would train together for like a, a few years but then they would come out of meditation it would be only two hours that they were in meditation for but in the astral plane because time doesn't exist they'd be actually training for what seems like two years um so i thought that was really cool so i've never personally done that before but one day i think that would be a really cool thing to explore um you can do healing through meditation like you can actually heal ailments and diseases through meditation because when you become a new self if that new self doesn't have whatever disease or ailment it can actually disappear um and this we have science sort of dawning on this subject right now because of and you've probably heard of this like um people with you know uh personality disorders and they might have like two different personalities or maybe more one personality can have cancer and then when they shift to the other personality they don't have cancer or they'll have like a different colored eyes um and it's it's unexplainable and science is baffled by it they're like why and how does this happen? Um, so yeah, uh, and even Dr. Joe Dispenza, his meditations, he's had lots of clients that have healed all sorts of different ailments and diseases through meditation. So I mean, meditation, you can use it for anything. I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna say that you can use it for anything. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. It is so powerful, man. Like even, even on your worst day, doing a little bit of like just breath, like just breathing just keeping it simple and just taking a deep breath I mean it's amazing yeah. like just how yeah. hardwired we are for for being able to control our own nervous system so that's that's so cool exactly I love I love how you can use it for like simple everyday sort of stuff like getting grounded or you can use it for the crazy stuff of like meditating with a with a master monk and learning from him in the astral plane <laughs> like you can use it for like the simplest to the most complex things imaginable yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just like, sorry, real quick side note, you said like, you're talking about the astral plane. So mm -hmm. do you ever um, like intuitive dream? Like, do you ever get like, sort of like, you know, sometimes it's prophetic dreams, or sometimes it's just symbols that come through during dreams that actually you, you know, interpret and they do turn out to mean something later. Yes, uh, that's happened to me a lot. Sometimes I'll like dream of the future and it'll play out like exactly how it happened in a dream. Um, sometimes, well, dreams are always a reflection of the subconscious, right? So no matter what you're dreaming about, even if it's very abstract, um, it can still mean something. And it always does, in my opinion, mean something. Because uh, again, it's just a reflection of your subconscious. So you'll see how your subconscious is the current state of it, basically. And so what are you focusing on? What are you manifesting? Are you having consistent nightmares? That might mean that you're dealing with certain stress um, in your life at the moment. And over worrying even though it might not be in your conscious mind it might just be in your subconscious or are you having like very lucid dreams for example like i'm someone who i lucid dream quite a bit which is essentially and you probably know what it is but for those of you those no, listening who might not know I'm actually oh, new. yeah oh, new okay to it. um okay so basically lucid dreaming is when you wake up in a dream but you're still dreaming but you realize that you're dreaming and oh. then you can actually like interact with the dream play around with it or you could just sit there as an observer of the dream my first lucid dream was when I, I think I was probably like seven years old and I was having a nightmare where there was like a vampire that was after me. And it, it was at night in this dream and it was just a really scary moment. And because I was so scared, my mind somehow like woke up in the dream and realized like, wait a minute, there's no such thing as vampires. Like this must be a dream. And I was like, oh wait, I'm dreaming. This is really cool. And then all of a sudden I gave myself superpowers in the dream and I all of a sudden uh, just like, 
had all these superpowers and I defeated the vampire basically. And it was really yeah. cool. And then I was like, wait, this is an amazing dream and I can go fly around and now I can get out of this really dark forest because it was like taking place in a dark forest. And I was like, oh, I'm going to create this beautiful landscape of like ocean and waterfalls and rainbows and all sorts of different things. So lucid dreaming can get really cool, but you can also, um, you can take it further. So you can actually uh, unlock creativity in a lucid dream. You can get deeper into creativity because say you're like writing a book or you're like, um, a songwriter or something, your mind is so much more expanded in the dream world. And lots of, um, there's actually quite a few, not quite a few, I shouldn't say a lot. Um, there's a small portion of musicians that do use lucid dream as a form or a way of coming up with music and songs, because again, your mind isn't limited um, when you're in a dream. So you can actually come up with things that you wouldn't have thought of in the actual world. Um, so you can use lucid dreaming for that. You can interact with the dream. So say you're having like a consistent nightmare or a consistent problem, you can manifest that certain problem in a lucid dream and actually interact with it and ask it, okay, what are you teaching me? Why are you here? And you can listen because then your subconscious, which actually knows everything, will be able to reflect and tell you why this is happening in your life. And you can get epiphanies beyond your wildest dreams and you can go through major healing. So you can do that um, or you can, again, just have fun and explore around and, <laughs> you know, do whatever you want in the lucid dream. You can interact with past loved ones, all sorts of different things, because lucid dreaming is actually also um, a slight form of astral travel. So if you actually want to astral travel as well, you start by lucid dreaming and then you can take that, you know, further and further and have out of body experiences and go interact with, um, you know, other souls that have passed on and all sorts of things. So, I mean, lucid dreaming, it's like, there's a whole world. <laughs> yeah. More and more, like a lot of scientists are getting into it now, um, wanting to learn more about it and how the brain works and like what exactly dreaming is. Whoa. Yeah. You like, yeah. okay. So you put like words to an experience that I've been having for like my whole life. And like mm -hmm. recently I'm, I'm constantly like in this dream where like I'm in a hotel and um it's a lot of like travel in the dream or like I'll, I'll be like driving around or like driving like up like on a mountain like a very steep mountain like looking like seeing like the layout of the land and it's always the same dream so i've been like trying to interpret like things like that but it's interesting when you realize that you're dreaming and you're in there and, and you start i think right now i'm just in like the playing around phase like i'm just having fun in my dreams uh -huh. i didn't i didn't know you could take it a step further that is so cool oh yeah i mean and there's just reading about the examples of what other people have done with lucid dreaming is like fascinating. There's one particular person that um, loves to lucid dream. He lucid dreams quite often, but his trigger to help him realize if he's lucid dreaming or not, he got tattoos of samurai swords on his back. And mm -hmm. so how he knows if he's dreaming or not in his waking reality, he'll go like this. And then if no swords show up, he's like, okay, well, obviously I'm in the real world. So this is getting into like inception sort of stuff. And then he'll go into wow. the dream world. And then if he goes like this, from his back and he sheathes out samurai swords he's like all right i'm dreaming <laughs> you know Whoa. and then he can go around and like do whatever he wants so yeah part of me has always thought about like i wonder what tattoo i would get to like use that as a cue to realize if i'm dreaming or not you know how like yep if you've seen inception like the little thing yeah. that uh leonardo dicaprio has yeah that that uh movie is like all about lucid dreaming and there's people that actually do that that sort of stuff and have certain triggers or cues so that they can lucid dream more often wow. and wake up in their dreams yeah that is yeah. so amazing. That's so cool that you could like really take your your intuition and those skills and develop it in such a way. Cause I think like maybe for me, I'm still kind of like a baby intuitive where it's like, I, I'm just like, oh, I've just realized that like I have these like cool gifts like play around with and like I'm just having fun. But 
I didn't know how deep it could go and how healing it could be. Like, I think the way it works for me is like, yeah, it's like that clear sentience, like what, like what you say, that deep feeling, like that very deep, like, just like sense and that emotion, like you could, you could feel that, but then it's also like the uh, clear cognizance, like that deep knowing, like, you know, like that just like, you just know, like, it's just like, I don't know, like how it comes through, like with uh, an old partner of mine, I don't know if we just like had hugged in the beginning of our relationship. And I, all of a sudden like knew or like had this impression that like something really traumatic had happened to him as a kid. And I like was like, hey, I typically never ask these kind of questions, but I just like, did this like ever happen? He was like, like, holy shit. Oh my God. And just like burst into tears and was like, no, like nobody knows that. And I, and I was like, I can't, I could not tell you like how, like, you know, I don't know how that works, you know? So now I'm just like, well, hopefully, you know, some knowledge just drops on me, but watching your content on YouTube and like just learning things. I mean, it's just broadening my my perspective on how you could develop this kind of stuff so yeah. oh my gosh I love that story and um yeah I, I feel like there's more um like knowledge is honestly just remembering when we come across new knowledge it's just remembering and so like for you it's like just remembering the talents and abilities that you naturally have is like reawakening them within you and all knowledge is that because we're all connected at the end of the day all of us are connected and we've um, since nothing can be created or destroyed, we're just going through processes of remembering every time that we're here. So, wow. yeah, yeah, I like that processes so you of have remembering. It, you have mm-hmm. So you have yeah. all the knowledge within you already. You have all the intuitive abilities within you already. You have all of it. It's just remembering and remembering how to use them and tap into them and all that. So we're all going through that process. I'm I'm still going through it too. I'm still developing my intuition more and more, like every day. So, yeah, yeah. very very yeah. very cool. Okay. All right. So what inspired you to start creating content on YouTube? Uh, So I knew that I wanted to work from home. I was always like a very closet spiritualist though. And I didn't have the confidence to like just dive right into spirituality. And so when I started making content on YouTube, I started doing like makeup videos because one thing that I'm also passionate about is like making things look pretty. (laughs) So I don't know. I got into makeup when I was uh, pretty young. And I just really enjoyed it. And so when I started YouTube, I was like, I don't know what kind of content I'm going to make. And I don't know, I just started making like beauty videos and like some lifestyle videos, but it didn't really like deeply resonate with me because my soul was like, I I want like a deeper purpose. Like I want to actually like help people. Not that it wasn't helping people because I personally still get inspired by those, you know, lifestyle videos and stuff like that too. But it wasn't like fulfilling me on a soul level. My soul was like, I want to like help people through trauma, through feeling lost, stuff like that rather than doing it through like lifestyle kind of content. I really wanted to do that. And I, I was like, I want to do my astrology. I want to do my tarot. Like that's what I've been doing my whole life. And it's, it's such a big passion, but for me getting over the hurdle of actually speaking about that in like a very vulnerable way, because it's like on YouTube where anybody can say anything, you know, and some people who are really new to it or have never explored those topics before, Um, might look at spirituality and, you know, some people associate it with, you know, negative energy. Some people associate it with just being plain out crazy. And so I was always really nervous, but eventually I was like, you know, I just, I'm either going to do it or I'm not going to do it. And I'm, you know, I just have to put myself out there if I, if that's what I really want to do. And so I ended up changing my channel and switching it to the stuff that I, you know, am beyond passionate about. And right when I did that, my YouTube channel actually like took off very soon like uh within a couple months of doing that kind of content which was crazy and before when I was doing the lifestyle videos 
it didn't really have like a ton of engagement, which I'm not surprised because I wasn't like uber passionate about it. I was passionate about it, but not like insanely. Um, And yeah, so when I started doing this, it just resonated with my soul. I felt like I was really actually fulfilling my purpose. And I remember my inspiration before even changing my channel, I was like, I have to do this. Like my whole soul is just like, feels like it's wanting to just break open into this so badly. And so I did, it was just such a, it was such a strong feeling and uh, I did it. And I mean, it was very successful right away. And I'm beyond thankful for that. Cause I didn't, you know, um, I didn't know it'd be successful that quick. I had a feeling like this is my soul's purpose. I feel like there's something here. I feel like, you know, it's, it's probably going to be successful in some way, but I did not imagine it being where it is right now. I, yeah, it's beyond. Yeah. That is <laughs> yeah. so cool. Okay. So if you yeah. had like some sort of, or some piece of advice that you could give to your, your younger self, when you were starting out doing all of this, what would you tell her? don't be scared. Don't be scared of judgment. Don't be scared of what other people might think of you. A lot of the times I've noticed like my, I guess maybe personality type or who I am. Um, I am always wanting to accommodate people. And so when somebody has a problem like with me, or if I think that they might get like offended or not like something, I usually like my, my past self was always like, how can I, how can I make it better? How can I make them more comfortable or whatever? But I've just realized like, I can't compromise myself in order to do that. It's nice to harmonize, very nice to harmonize. And and I think that's a good thing, but not when it comes to repressing yourself in order to do that. Cause I was repressing a lot of my beliefs and like, of course, my authenticity when it comes to my spirituality, I've repressed that around other people in order to make them feel comfortable or in order to make them feel like we got along or something or whatever. Uh, And now I'm like, no, I just, I need to be me but still, you know, I do harmonize once in a while, but when the time is right and when it doesn't compromise myself in order to do so. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that you thought of it that way. Cause I was going to ask you, how did you get over that hump, that, that fear of being judged? Cause I feel like that's kind of what I'm still battling with right now. Like, it's still like, you know, are, are people from my high school, I still live in a very small town. So I'm like, you know, are they watching? What are they thinking of me? And, you know, I, I don't know how, like, I don't want to say progressive because this is like old knowledge, but I didn't know how open people were to this kind of stuff. Um, and I've actually had a couple of people like, like not like cut me off, but yeah, like unfollow, like not want to see my stuff because they're just like, this offends my religious beliefs and like that kind of stuff. And I can hold space for that because I grew up in a, in a religious household, you know, and I just, I don't know. I think as I got older, I could see like, we can all hold space for whatever beliefs we have, like no one set of beliefs or system is right you know yeah exactly and like even to this day I mean what I do and my beliefs they work for me but I totally respect like if somebody doesn't believe in it I have no passion to change them or change their beliefs at all I'm just like if you love you know blank or whatever and that works for you amazing keep doing it if it's not working for you then maybe like try something else, but it might not be spirituality that necessarily resonates with you. Um, But yeah, I definitely don't like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I am very much open and and accepting towards others. And I totally accept if people don't resonate with it to the point where they want to like unfollow me. And I'm sure that I've had people like that that have unfollowed me uh, from my past that probably think those same things. But um, yeah, it's just, it's about not focusing on that because at the same time, I guess the biggest question, if anyone is struggling with that is to ask yourself, how much are you willing to compromise yourself in order to please other people? Wow. Um, you know, 
how much do you want to take away from yourself? And we're only here on one life. And if you are living in your 100% authentic truth, it's going to inspire other people to be able to do that too. No matter what other, you know, it's going to always, no matter what you do, it's always going to offend somebody and it's always going to please other people. There's all, that's yeah. always going to happen. So how badly do you want to try to please people and compromise yourself? Because in my opinion, don't, don't ever compromise yourself, you know, yeah. let your light completely shine. And it is going to draw in people who resonate with that. Cause there's always going to be people who resonate with it. And there's always going to be people that don't might as well be yourself and surround yourself by people um, who do. But I know for me, I've gone through periods of my life, like when I've moved around to different cities, because I moved around like by myself to like very far away, different cities where I wouldn't know anybody a, a few times in my life now. And I gone through periods of not having friends and being alone in a city being like, okay, well, I'm an adult. I don't like, you know, go to school. How do I meet people? How do I make friends? Um, yeah. And your energy will naturally draw people to you. If you're living your authentic truth, you're going to draw in people to you that resonate with you, that have those same beliefs. And you're also going to draw in people that don't, but those ones will fade away because they won't resonate with you. And so just be your authentic truth and self and don't fear being alone because being yeah. alone is when you're in that quantum field when anything can happen and now you can draw in new people to your life that really do resonate with you so don't fear the unknown <laughs> wow that yeah. is so amazing just like wisdom drops thank you so much for all of that and it it's so interesting i know on um an old podcast that i listened to that you were on you said that you see like auras and like colors and when you were talking about that like the most like vibrant pink color was just like surrounding like this whole area like when you were talking so just wanted to point oh, that wow. out. Oh, I love that. Uh, that's a yeah. color I work with a lot in my meditations. I always find myself with either purple or pink. So ah, that's, cool. that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Really I was like, cool. I feel like I can talk yeah, to you about that. Yeah. Color. Yeah. yeah. It's such a good color. It's such a, like a self-love color too. So yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Okay. I want to ask you all about your crystal shop and your uh, jewelry making business. So I love your work. I've even, you know, invested in a piece myself. So I'm absolutely in love. I want to know what inspired you to do this in business. And I kind of think it's pretty cool that you're a Gemini and I've, I've heard that like Gemini rules the hands. So I feel like that's super mm -hmm. cool that like you're creating like jewelry on the hands for the you know hands and yeah. all over the place, but yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, and I also have son in the seventh house which is Libra, which is like jewelry and like clothes and things like that. Ooh, so yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you have a very so, like aesthetic, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you just have a very like aesthetic sense of about yourself. Like you're gorgeous. So I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, thank you. So are you. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah. So what inspired that? Um, I got into crystals more on my own, actually, because that's something I never really explored like a long time prior. Um, I got into it when I was around like, I'd say like 20, 21, maybe 22 years old, somewhere around that age. Um, and I had some friends that had crystals and I was just like, that is so intriguing to me. And just because I feel energies, whenever I would like touch like a crystal or something or just any object for that matter, matter because not, it's not just crystals that have like special energy, literally everything on this planet has special energy. Um, so yeah, but when I would touch crystals, I was like, there's something so magnetic. And naturally we as humans are drawn to, like crystals and stuff for some reason like why are we drawn yeah. to them we're drawn to them because there's obviously something mystical and magical about them like you look up how a crystal naturally grows there is something absolutely utterly fascinating about that 
Um, and so I naturally became intrigued by it and I was asking my friend like, oh, why do you have crystals? And she was like, oh, because of their energies that they have. And so I started exploring it. And this topic, you know, just because I'm into like mystical stuff, right? When she mentioned this, I was like, I'm going on a research binge now. Like my Gemini mind was like, I need to know everything. And so I started collecting crystals. I started buying crystals. I started buying crystal books, researching all about what they meant. And uh, the, I just kind of had this desire then to like open up a crystal shop because I got really inspired by them. And my friend actually like sold crystals once in a while, um, just at like random places. She didn't have like an online shop, but she would just like set up like pop-up shops sometimes. And that to me just really inspired me. And I was like, wow, I want to like maybe do this online or something. And she had like crystal wholesalers and she was telling me about like the process of like how to do that. And so I started doing it myself and I opened up a shop um, I had another friend that does all sorts of arts and crafts and she like made jewelry and she did all sorts of things. And so she inspired me too. And then I started looking up online, like how to make jewelry and taking little like lessons on that. And even just on YouTube, um, you know, finding out how to make it. And so I started buying the materials and stuff and started making them. And at first I was just making them for myself. And I was like, this is so cool. And I can wear them. It's so fun. And I was like, well, this would be really cool to add on the shop. Cause I had like yeah. just my little crystal shop. And so I did, people really loved them. And one thing led to another and I just got more and more inspired because you, there's like endless designs that you can make. And I just really love putting stuff together, especially when you add different crystals together um, on a piece of jewelry that can also amplify different energies as well. And so just getting deep into that inspired me like beyond my wildest dreams. And I just, I love it so much. I love doing it. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah. cool. Thank you for sharing your story and like how, yeah. like how that all came to be. And like, I guess I'm curious, what are you like your top, let's say this is going to be hard, but your top five favorite crystals. Um, it could be for like personal or spiritual development. That'll help narrow it down. Okay, cool. Um, so one of like, this is, this one's going to sound very basic and generic, but to me, it's like one of the most powerful crystals that I believe everyone should have. And it's also one of the most readily available, if not, I think the most readily available crystal, um, which is quartz. Um, that one is, it amplifies manifestations. It amplifies the, the energy of anything around it. And so anytime you want to amplify your energy, and it also adds clarity just because it does amplify energies. If there's anything that's ever confusing to you, it'll also amplify that, which will also help you kind of um, understand and break it down and see what's going on there. So quartz to me, hands down, one of the most powerful crystals, um, on the topic of quartz, one of the other most common crystals is selenite. And I also find that one extremely powerful. Um, that one, uh, charges other crystals. So I think it's also like a must have for anyone who's like getting into crystals or anyone who even has a crystal collection, it charges and cleanses other crystals. So it'll help cleanse your crystals because crystals also pick up on energy just as we pick up on energy and you need to cleanse them once in a while um specific ones you do some of them are self-cleansing though like black tourmaline shungite like most of the black crystals and then selenite is oh. also one of those that is self-cleansing um yeah so selenite is amazing and again i charge anything in selenite and i also have like i have this like selenite bowl right here I'll actually show you um so mm. i have like little bowls like this and oh, i put like idea. crystals in them yeah. And, or I'll put jewelry in them, just like crystal jewelry, because it charges it, it cleanses it and it charges it. So then it'll be more amplified. Um, so I have those like laying around my house everywhere where I just like throw in my jewelry or I throw in like other crystals that I want to like work with later. Um, so that's another one that I highly recommend. Um, and then other like favorite crystals. 
Ocean Jasper is one of my top favorite crystals of all time. Um, and they mine it in this specific area. I think it's somewhere in Madagascar, um, or it might be all around the world, but I know of one, at least where I get my Ocean Jasper is like this, it's this cave in Madagascar where they can only go into it when the tide is low enough to go into it. Okay. Um, and then they only have a certain amount of time to like mine these crystals before the tide comes back up. And so it's a really cool crystal that's usually like submerged by water. Um, and it's so beautiful and it carries the energy of the ocean in it. And to me, that's very calming. It also helps open up your throat chakra. Um, it also helps you go along with the flow of your life. All in all, it's a great crystal. It adds happiness everywhere. Um, another one of my favorite crystals, and this crystal actually changed my life. So for anyone listening, if you want a crystal that's going to change your life, I got one. Um, and it's uh, rubellite, which is a type of tourmaline. It's like red, red tourmaline. This crystal is so transformative on every level. It aligns you to your life purpose for one. It'll eradicate anything in your life that no longer serves you because that's one of the properties of tourmaline. But red tourmaline directly connects you with your passions. So rubellite, which is red tourmaline, connects you with your passions, with the redness of it. Um, and it's also like a cup of coffee. And so if you are feeling low on energy, it will completely energize you. It'll bring you towards your passions. It'll make your passions very prominent and known. It'll put you on the path of your passions. And uh, again, just eradicate anything in your life that is not in alignment with that. So get ready for huge transformation. If you get rubellite, it is, that's a fascinating crystal. I love that crystal. Yeah. Oh, cool. I like, do yeah. you have any of that in your shop currently? Um, I might, I'd have to recheck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, a, I'm going to go scour yeah. your site now and see if it's in there because that sounds great. Yeah, I usually do. I usually do. I'll say I get that stuff in like quite often. I don't know if it's currently in stock. I, I'm pretty sure it might be. I'd have to double yeah. check. But yeah, that that crystal. Oh my gosh. Um, insane. Insanely amazing. Uh, so that one. And then let's think two others that I use a lot. Um, Citrine is a really good one for abundance, citrine or adventuring. If you're looking for like abundance monetarily, that that's a great crystal. It also helps align you to your career. Uh, both of those crystals do. Um, they help you attract money, of course. Um, I guess one more crystal. One more of my favorites would have to be probably shungite. You know what? Yeah, shungite's a great one to talk about because it cancels out EMF waves. So. Mm -hmm. um, if you have like technology around a lot, I always have like shungite pieces that I'll either like paste to electronics, like the back of my phone, for example, or like my Wi-Fi router. Um, I'll put shungite on it. So I, I have like shungite pyramids that I'll put on top of my Wi-Fi router, or I have like these little sticky shungites that I paste to like my phone and stuff. And they help um, cancel out some of the EMF waves that are going into your environment. And if you don't believe that it does that, there's tons of videos on YouTube that'll show with an EMF reader and you can even get an EMF reader yourself and test putting the shungite in between you and an EMF emitting object. Um, it'll cancel out the EMF waves. So that another really important crystal to have around. Um, and also it's a, it's a clearing crystal. It gets rid of negative energies and um, it cleanses other crystals around it. So great crystal. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you yeah. so much. You just much have to make sure you get authentic ones though, because there's lots yeah. of fake shungai out there. The only real shungai comes from Russia and yeah. Good to know. So, okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. So cool. Okay. And like, I guess I have a question around being a business owner now. Um, mm -hmm. So 
uh, your, your personality type was INFP. So the I stands for introverted. Do you like resonate with that type, like being an introverted person? Like, and I like to clear up on the podcast that being introverted doesn't mean you're shy or you're not a people person. It, it just refers to like the way you prefer to direct your energy and attention. So for introverts, it's inward. Um, and then for extroverts, it's outward, right? So what do you think? Do you resonate with being an introvert? A hundred percent. I do. Although I'm a Gemini and I love talking to people, I could spend days, weeks, months completely by myself. I am completely yeah. okay with that. Um, but yeah, I do, of course, like talking. I do like being around people, but in very short spurts. And then I just need yeah. to like have my own energy where I recuperate and I need to be like entirely alone. Um, and I think that's also one of the reasons why when I've like moved around and not had any friends, I've been totally okay by myself because if you can learn to love being on your own, that is one of the biggest things that you can master in this life is to learn to love to be alone. Um, so getting in touch with, you know, reading, meditation, and guess what? Through meditation, if you master meditation, you can entertain yourself like for endless amounts of time uh, because your mind is so beautiful and the things that you can create in your mind and how you can experience with your awareness, like through meditation or lucid dreaming or anything like that, it's like you can have so much fun on your own. So mastering yourself and mastering like you and how you have fun, it'll help all aspects of your life. And it'll also help your intimate relationships when you have relationships with other people or anything like that. Because once you love being by yourself, uh, people will also love being around you because you'll naturally be like more in tune with you and how you have fun. So yeah, I don't know. I went on a tangent answering that question, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. It all makes sense. Yeah. And it's, it's like a perfect segue to like, I want to talk because I guess essentially like I feel like everything you shared today was like your personal manifestation story and it's so freaking beautiful and I just think it's so valuable for other people to be able to hear your story because like I feel like I look at you and I'm like you're like a self-starter like you did this all on your own and so I like I ever wonder like do you give yourself enough credit for like everything that like you've amassed to this day because that's just like the milestones that you've hit are huge. And especially for other people out there who are introverted as well and don't think that they can run their own business. Like you are in a whole example, a whole vibe. So thank you oh, for leading the way. You. Thank you so yeah. much. That's like the biggest compliment ever. Oh, <laughs> I'm honored. I'm so honored to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. And I want to mention that you have a manifestation course that you put out I took it like over and over and over again. I love it. I love the workbook. I love your videos. Can you share with our audience a little bit more about this? Yeah. So um, the manifestation course is basically designed to help you manifest anything in your life. And a lot of the times when we have trouble manifesting something or um, we feel like it's hard to, to get something that we desire, it's usually because of limiting beliefs that are stuck in our way. Um, and so this course is designed to help you break through limiting beliefs when we believe like, oh, it's going to be really hard to attain this goal, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not smart enough, or, you know, it, it's only like a one in a million chance that this is going to happen to me, like all sorts of limiting beliefs. Or if we have even like, you can use this course for manifesting love too. So if you have limiting beliefs around love, like, oh, all men cheat, or like, uh, all the relationships I get are always like this type of way and, and whatever, or if you have like self-worth, a lot of our um, limitations stem from like our self-worth. And I notice a lot of people struggle with that. And I'm someone who has many times in my life as well, but in order to manifest your dreams, we have to feel worthy of it. We have to feel like we are that 
person. And so when we are not feeling that way, of course, our reality is going to reflect that. So this course helps you define what it is that you desire. So even if you don't know what you're, what you desire, this course can help with that too. Um, but it helps you define what it is that you desire. Um, breaking through limiting beliefs. Uh, we talk about um, cultivating passion around your desire. So passion is one of the things that you really need. Otherwise, you're going to kind of like fall off of the train if you run into any obstacles with your desire or, if, you know, it's taking a while. A lot of people who don't ha have a lot of passion around their desire or a lot of willpower, they don't continue chasing their dream. And of course, it'll never come to fruition. Um, one of the famous sayings is that a lot of people, when they quit, they quit when they're a foot away from gold. And that comes from actually a really famous story about somebody who spent a lot of money, who got told that there was like gold under the ground somewhere. And they're like, oh, in this location, you can own this location and you can mine for gold here if you buy it. Um, but you have to be the one that mines for it. And so this person like bought this area or, or bought the equipment to like mine in this area and all that. And so he starts mining and he's mining and mining for like weeks on end and no gold, no gold, no gold. And he's like, wow, this person probably scammed me. There's no gold here. Um, and then, so he ended up selling his equipment for whatever he bought it for, gave it to somebody else. And that other person took that equipment, mined for only a foot more and was like, oh my God. And I think there was something like, I, I, this is not verbatim because I don't remember the story like exactly, but I think there's something like $7 million worth of gold right there. And yeah, back in the day, that was like, you know, obviously a crazy, yeah. crazy amount. So um, yeah, a lot of people quit when they're like a foot away from reaching their goal, but you know, they quit because they're like, wow, it's just getting way too tough. So if you have enough passion and willpower behind your dreams, you'll get there inevitably because the only failure is when you stop trying. The only failure is when you say, oh, well, I tried and it didn't work. Will you try, but did you try long enough? Did you keep going long enough? You know, if you're trying to drive from LA to New York, you're gonna have to drive a while to get there. But, you know, it's almost the same as, you know, doing that drive and then five hours into it, you're like, oh, it's taking forever. We're never gonna get there. Might as well just go back home. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta stick along for the whole drive. You know, you're starting at point A, you gotta get to point B, just keep going. You will get there. Inevitably, I believe that anybody can get anywhere because if you look at any example of people, um, on this planet, there's always going to be examples of people that came from um, unfavorable circumstances that either had, you know, whatever disabilities that were uh, it, like making it hard for them to reach their goals, but they got to it anyway. A lot of the times we have self-beliefs or we tell ourselves alibis like, oh, it's too late. I'm too old to do it. Or I'm married and I have a family now. I can't do it. I don't have enough time or blah, 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 blah. blah. We tell ourselves all sorts of stories. Um, those are alibis. They're not the truth because if they were the truth, that would mean anybody in that position couldn't have done it. But if you look through any example, there's people that have done it anyway. There's yeah. always people who have done it anyway. There's people that have families that have started their own businesses and they somehow find a way. And so if like, um, this might be triggering to say, but if you think that you're so different to not be able to attain it you think that your situation is so complex that you cannot attain something that is what i like to say a very very false belief you can do anything no matter what your circumstances you can do anything yeah and i firmly firmly believe that and if that wasn't true that meant that would mean that anybody in those situations could not have done it there's people in all sorts of different situations and there's also one famous i think he's like a wrestler or like mma fighter that um like came from absolutely nothing. And I think that he, I think he was from Africa. This, um, I don't like go into this um, 
I don't go into that world too much, but I know I've, I've heard this story. Um, yeah. My husband would probably he recently, know like, tell yeah. the story, yeah. And he like recently won like the biggest championship or something like that um, and like wow. made it to the top or something like that. This is not verbatim. I shouldn't even be talking about the story because I don't know enough about it. But no, again, it's like super inspiring. Absolutely came from nothing and made it somewhere so big. And again, if, if that actually meant that it was impossible to reach somewhere, that would mean that he wouldn't have been able to do it. So you can do anything. And this, again, the manifestation course is all about helping you get to the mindset of unstoppable driving force, breaking through your limitations, and then rescheduling your life. So replanning out your life to implement um, more of your dream life and actually get you onto the path of attaining your dream life. And that, it takes progress. It takes, you know, time. But the manifestation course is designed to help you get onto that path and help you actually plan out and make a tangible um, path for you to follow. So that's what the manifestation course is all about. It also has a meditation with it that helps you get and tap into the feeling so that you can actually become the person. Because again, the most important thing about any manifestation is becoming the person who has it. It's the emotion, the feeling. So once you are in that feeling and you change your internal being to being this new self, inevitably you will manifest your desires. So that's what the manifestation course <laughs> does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it so much. I love it. I'm going to yeah. link the, um, the link to the course in the show notes so that all of our listeners can check it out. Cause I, I love it. It's, it's such like also just a breath of fresh air when it comes to like, cause you know, there's a lot of like people out there sharing what they know about manifestation. And I think that you, um, really, um, approach it in a really unique and different way. So you stand thank out you. amongst the crowd. So yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm definitely I'm very honored to hear that. And yeah, the course isn't like insanely long either. So for people who don't have a lot of time, I think it's like perfect because it's not incredibly long. It's as long as you kind of make it to be. So um, yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely doable. It's like 12 full lessons and um, it's definitely doable, I think for most people. So yeah, very, I'm very so honored cool. that you that you took it and that you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I just want to thank you wrapping up here. Thank you so much for just answering all of the interview questions. And can you leave our audience with maybe your favorite quote or mantra or affirmation? Okay. So this is something that I love to talk about that I feel is very empowering and inspiring. Um, if you want to get into alignment with your dream life, it all starts with making your life this much more passionate in all different areas. And so um, if you want to get into alignment with your passions, you want to make your life happier and you want to just, you know, manifest, how can you make every moment this much better. So if you're taking a shower, maybe like bring in a hot cup of tea into the shower with you. I, that's something I do all the time, unless you don't have room for it in your shower. Of course, you don't need to do that, but like turn on music, bring in a cup of tea, light some candles, whatever you want to do. How can you make each moment of your life, moment of your life this much better? You know, what can you do when you get home to make things this much better? What can you do on your drive to work um, to make it that much better? So by doing this, if you can improve yourself just like 1% per day, and this is actually something I recently read in Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's a book. It's really phenomenal. I highly recommend um, reading it if you haven't. But um, if you change 1% per day over the next year, you're going to be 37 times more different in your life. You're going to be 37 times better in your life than you would have been if you didn't. If you um, decrease 1% per year, you'll actually decrease to almost zero. <laughs> wow. I actually, it, this book talks about that and, um, and it's just really interesting. So 
I think 1% is something that's pretty tangible for most people. So changing at least like 1% per day, how can you improve your life 1% every day? You're going to be in so much better of a place, 37 times better of a place than you would have been if you don't over just the course of a year, which is insane amount of change. So yeah, I, I just highly recommend, you know, doing that. So even if you're not feeling too good, you're in like a slump, I've, I go in slump sometimes. I basically just think about what do I love doing? How can I improve my life just by 1%? Can I like, you know, do my laundry today? That would improve my life. Can I, yeah. um, you know, do some self-care? That would improve my life. So yeah, that's what I recommend for anybody watching and listening. That's my little piece of inspiration, I guess. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. And where can our audience find you um, online and on social media? Okay. So YouTube is the gem goddess. Um, and Instagram is the goddess gem. There's also lots of scam accounts. I want to just say that because mm. there's been tons of scam accounts. I don't know if you've like seen that, but yeah, a ton of people online right now. Um, just my only account on Instagram is the goddess gem. That is it. Um, yeah. And then Twitter is the gem goddess. And then uh, my online uh, crystal store is the gem My online jewelry store is lunagem.com. So that's, that's that. Awesome. Yay. And yeah. thanks for clarifying with like, yeah, the scammer accounts. Cause like it had happened where like after like I had followed you and then like I got some other random person, but it was like not the goddess gem, but it was like the gem dot goddess with like three S's, right? Or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, at first I'm like, cool, gem followed me back. And I was like, wait, that's not her, you know? So block and report yeah. and whatever. But yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy that people are like taking it to that extreme. Yeah, that I know. And they're, they're like trying to sell people readings and I'm like, I don't do personal readings like right now, but oh my God. you know, but no. they, they keep yeah. pretending to be me trying to do that. So unfortunately just wanted to say that for anybody um, yeah. on the like, record. Yeah. It ain't her. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jem. I appreciate you. And yeah, thank you so much for being thank on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. It was such a pleasure. It was so nice to like finally like meet you and like see your face in that. It was really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Hey everyone, I just wanted to invite you to connect with me on Instagram at naomicourtney.co. Again, that's at naomicourtney.co on Instagram. Thank you. Hey everyone, I have a quick and exciting announcement. I would love it if you all joined me on my YouTube channel and you can find it at naomicourtney.co or naomicourtney.co. I'll also leave a link for you in the show notes, and I have everything from lifestyle content to personal development and spirituality, so please get to know the faces behind the podcast by joining my YouTube community and check it out for some really cool and detailed pick-a-card readings as well. Thank you so much, everyone, and let's get back to the show.